3: Lever Brothers Company, the makers of Lux Flakes, bring you the Lux Radio Theater,
0: starring Robert Cummings, and Blythe, Howard DeSilva, and Lee J. Cobb in Great Expectations. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer,
3: Mr. William Keeley. <laughs> Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, the Lux Radio Theater inaugurates its 14th year on the air. And I'd like to thank you of the listening audience, as well as the motion picture studios and stars, for making our past 13 years so happy and successful. And in celebration, we bring you tonight one of the greatest English classics ever filmed. J. Arthur Rank's Screen Epic, Great Expectations. Starred in our cast are four of Hollywood's favorite players. Robert Cummings, Anne Blythe, Howard DeSilva, and Lee J. Cobb. Any anniversary is a time for taking stock of the past, and we note with particular pride the ever-growing popularity of Lux Flakes. During the lifetime of this theater, and for years before, they've entered more and more American homes to become a household word for cleanliness, discrimination, and good taste. And I'm sure that you, who put your faith in Lux Flakes, have been happily rewarded. On to tonight's play, David Lean's production of Great Expectations, starring Robert Cummings as Pip, Anne Blythe as Estella, Howard DeSilva as Jaggers, and Lee J. Cobb as Magwitch.
4: This dark and tangled narrative has its beginning in the year 1921. I was 12 years of age, living in the south of England with my sister and her husband. Late one gusty autumn afternoon, I visited the village churchyard where my mother and father are buried. And suddenly, from behind one of the tombstones... Keep
5: uh, still, uh, you little devil.
2: i cut your throat.
4: He was looming over me, huge and horrible. His great wrists shackled in chains, an escaped convict.
2: Tell us your name, quick. Pip. Pip, sir. You're lying. That's no name. Oh, it is, sir. Pip, it really is. But they call me Pip. Show us where you live.
6: Three miles, sir. Across the marshes.
2: Where's your father?
6: Here, sir. This is his grave. Yeah,
2: your mother? Here, too, sir. Well, who <laughs> do you live with? Supposing you're kindly let live, which I ain't made up my mind about as yet.
6: With my sister, sir. Miss Joe Godgrey. Wife of Joe Godgrey, the blacksmith.
2: Mm-hmm. Blacksmith, eh? Know what a file looks like? A file? Yes, sir. You know what whittles is?
6: Yes, sir. Food, sir.
2: You get me a file and you get me whittles. I'll have your heart and liver out.
6: Uh, I'll try, sir.
2: You'll bring them whittles and that fire to me in this churchyard tomorrow morning. At daylight. Yes, sir. Never a word of having seen such a person as me. Yes, sir. There's another man hid here with me. He has a secret way of getting at a boy and tearing him wide open. Say, heaven strike you dead if you breathe oh, a word.
1: Heaven strike me dead if I breathe a word. I'll get you home.
4: As I expected, my sister had a welcome for me when I returned.
1: But I've only been to the churchyard, Mrs. Joe. You
5: can stop beating them, He's had enough.
1: I ask no opinion of you. Not and you too, you young devil.
5: Oh, sit down, boy.
6: Joe, that noise. What was that? Was that Great guns, Joe?
5: I had escaped convicts, two of them, from the prison ships across the marshes and the river.
6: I wonder who's put in prison ships.
1: And why they put in prison ships?
5: People who murder Pip and forge and rob.
1: And they always start by asking too many questions. Now you clean your plate and get off to bed.
4: What sleep I had that night was plagued with the dreadful vision of the convict waiting for me in the churchyard. I was up long before dawn. Country, I stole a pork from your shop I ran most of the way. It gave me less time to sleep.
6: I hear sir. You
2: You're brought none with you.
6: No, sir. This is for you, sir. A pork pie and Joe's brandy. Give it to
2: uh,
6: I, I think you have the children, sir.
2: Um, I'm much you, of your opinion, boy. The food now. The food. Uh,
6: are you starved, sir? Mm. Uh, I'm glad to see you enjoy it, sir. Uh,
2: thank you, boy. Thank you, I do.
6: Aren't you going to leave any for him? Him? Your friend, the other man.
2: I didn't say he was a friend of mine. Anyway, he's gone. Now give us the fire, boy.
6: If, if there isn't anything else, sir,
1: may I please go home now?
2: Oh yeah, go home. I'm beholden to you. Thank you, boy. Thank you.
4: All day long, the mounted soldiers swarmed over the marshes, searching for the convicts. They were captured, both of them. On the way back to the prison ship, the sergeant's horse lost a shoe, so they stopped at Joe's blacksmith shop. And with them was the convict I had helped.
5: So you caught them both, Sergeant. what happened to the other one? The corporal stuck him on the
2: head. We'd not have got this one at all. it wasn't for the help that somebody gave us. Hey, my witch, ain't that right now? That's right enough. What are you looking to buy for? No reason. Sergeant, I wish to. Say something, respecting this escape. You do, eh? I'll well, say it. it. may prevent some persons from suffering suspicions. Now that I know it was, my ship might turn me in. Well, I stole some food from this blacksmith's house last night. You were in my house last night? Stole a dram of liquor and a pork pie. It's a pork pie?
5: My Mrs. Fair tore the house down looking for it. Uh, I'm sorry to say I ate your pie. Oh, you're welcome to it as ever it were mine. We wouldn't want you to starve to death, would us, Pip?
6: No, Joe, no.
5: Get back there for you, Blacksmith. It's getting like
4: It was a year later when an adventure of quite another sort befell me. My great uncle Pumblechook came to the house on a very mysterious errand. That's
5: all I know, Mrs. Joe. Miss Eversham sent word that she wants the boy to call on her. ha. Ah.
6: Well, you hear that, boy? Yes, ma'am.
5: But well, it don't make sense. What she wants him for in that great old house? Pip, do you know who Miss Havisham is?
1: A strange lady who nobody sees.
5: Oh, and she's mad. Ain't she, Mrs. Joe? Well,
1: she may be mad, but she's rich enough to make the boy's
6: fortune. The message says she wants Pip to come to her house and play. Then he'd better go and play,
1: or I'll work him good. Get to the pump, boy. Get to the pump and scrub till you shine.
5: Here's the fine big gate, Grand Nebby. So ring the bell. Ring it, boy. What name? Pumblechook. Quite right. She's coming. It's a girl. First girl you've ever seen, is it? No, sir. Then restrain your observation, sir, till invited. This is Pip, young lady.
1: So this is Pip, is it? Come, Pip. Not you. Only him. Eh? Hey?
4: Not me.
0: Go
1: away. Come along, boy.
4: The house is like nothing I've ever seen before or since. With a musty smell and dust and cardboard everywhere. As if the house had... had died. Not a ray of sunlight. Only the glimmer of the candle in the hand of the little girl. And the ring of our footsteps on the stone.
1: This door, boy. Over here. Uh, after you, miss. Don't be silly. I'm not going in. Who is it?
7: Who's
1: there? Pip, ma'am. Mr. Pumblechook's boy. Come to play.
7: Let me look at you. Well? You aren't afraid of a woman who has never seen the sun since before you were born? No, Miss Havisham. Look at my hand. What do I touch when I put my hand here? Your heart. Broken. My broken heart. Sometimes I have sick fancies, boy. And I've had a fancy that I would like to see someone play.
1: Well, play, play. Estella, come here. Play with this boy. With him? A common neighboring boy. Look at his boots.
7: You can break his heart, Estella.
1: Boy, play cards with her. Here, cards. Steal the cards, boy. Yes, miss. What? course I I'm sorry, Miss I Now look what you've done. You've dropped the card. Excuse me, I'll pick them up. You stupid clumsy laboring boy.
7: She has many hard things to say of you, Pip. Have you nothing to say of her?
6: I
1: think she's very insulting.
7: Anything else?
1: I think she's very pretty.
7: Anything else?
1: I think I should like to go home now.
7: And never see her again, even though she's so pretty? I'm not sure that I shouldn't like to see her again. But I think I should like to go home now. You shall go home in time. Play the game out.
4: Thereafter, in accordance with Miss Havisham's wishes, I made innumerable visits to the great house. Each time, with a cruel, tormented smile, Estella would meet me and take me to Miss Havisham.
1: Well, boy? Well, miss? Am I pretty today? Yes. I think you are very pretty. Am I insulting? Not so much as Tuesday, Miss? Not so much so. Take that, you coarse little monster. What do you think of me now? I won't tell you. Why don't you cry again, you little wretch? You cried that first day, didn't you? I saw you. You went through the gate crying, and she'll never cry because of you again. Open the door. Today she's in there.
4: This was one of the many rooms I had never before entered. In the candlelight, I saw an immense table with chairs about and laden with dishes and fine silver. But upon everything hung the same pall of dirt and decay. And seated at the head of the table was Miss Havisham.
7: Do you know what that is in the center of the table? No, ma'am. A wedding cake. My wedding cake, Pip. Long before you were born, it was placed there. And I have worn away together The mice have gnawed at its tip But sharper teeth have gnawed at me There, there, boy Run along now, run along You'll find Estella in the garden
4: Estella was not in the garden A boy was there, a stranger Stripped to the waist and holding up his fists He said Estella had sent for him To fight me and teach me manners So I fought with him and cut his eye and set his nose to bleeding. <laughs> he, he was very gracious about it.
6: Well, you've won all right. Yes. Fight's over. Can't I help you? I, I really didn't mean yes. No, thanks. I'm tip top. Can't understand how you did it, though. You're leaving? Oh, yes. No point in staying now, is that? Well, good afternoon, then.
1: Same to you. Boy. Where are you? Over here. And don't ask. When I call, you come. Yes, miss. You whipped the village, boy. I had no wish to fight at all. But you whipped him So you may kiss me. Thank you. Now go home. It's no use. You'll never become a gentleman.
4: I would never become a gentleman any more than I could give up running to Miss Havisham every time she gave me leave to do so. By now, I had entered upon the regular occupation of pushing Miss Havisham from room to room in a chair, while she questioned me as to what books I had read and what I was going to be. Estella was always hovering about, but never again did she tell me I might kiss her.
1: I hate you, boy. I hate you.
4: My admiration for her knew no bounds. And scarcely a night went by without my falling asleep with the image of a lovely face before me. And then came a day when I went to Havisham house with slow feet and a heavy heart.
6: I can't come to see you anymore, Miss Havisham.
7: I've heard the news, Pip. Your sister has died. Yes. She treated you miserably. You'll do better without her.
6: I have to help Joe now, Miss Havisham, about the cottage and at the forge. An apprentice blacksmith? You? Yes, Miss Havisham.
7: Since this is your last visit, here, some golden sovereigns. Thank you. You've earned them well.
1: Thank you. Estella, show the boy out. Goodbye, Miss Havisham. I heard what you told her. You had better say goodbye to me because I'm going away, too. Going away? To France to be educated. France? Well, aren't you sorry? Yes, uh I'm very sorry. Well well, who are we here? A boy, Mr. Jaggers.
0: A boy, eh? From the neighborhood?
1: Yes, sir. Miss Havisham sent for me, sir.
0: Well, behave yourself then. Not <laughs> a large experience of boys and you're a bad lot of fellows, all of you. Miss I shall talk to you about your passage to France.
1: I'll be right there, Mr. Jaggers. I wish I knew when you were coming back, Stella. And I wish, well, what do you wish? I wish I could kiss you goodbye. goodbye I can see what happens. Thank you.
6: <laughs>
4: my goodwill, Biological Smith began. I was happy enough, especially when Joe brought Biddy into us as the new Mrs. Joe, a trusted friend of both us and a blessing on the household. In the sixth, of my apprenticeship, I saw Mr. Jaggers again, Cottage asking to see Joe and me alone.
0: So you are the blacksmith, eh? My name uh Joe or Joe Gargery?
4: Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. Have you this commonly known as Pip? Uh, I'm Pip, sir. Oh. So you're Pip, are you? Yeah. My name is Jaggers. I'm a lawyer in London. You better you better close that door. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now Joseph Gargery, I'm the bearer of an I'll relieve you of this young fellow. You would not object to cancelling his apprenticeship for a- you would uh you would want nothing for serving? So- Heaven forbid that I should want anything for not stack Pip's weight. He's a fine, good lad, sir. Oh, very well, then, very well. I come now to the young fellow himself. To him I say, he has great expectation. I am instructed to that he will come into a, a handsome property. Pip! Oh, wait, no, wait. Further, it is the desire of the present possessory that he shall be immediately removed from his present sphere and brought up as befits a young gentleman and that he ought to have the name of Pip. If you have any objection, kindly mention it now.
4: I-I-I have no objection.
0: I should think not indeed. Furthermore, if you are to the name of the person who is your benefactor, it's to remain a profound secret until the person chooses to reveal it. Yes, sir. If you have any suspicion as to who that person might be, keep it within your own breast, sir. Well, I have no objection. Now then, kindly consider me your guardian. Uh, thank you, sir. Oh, let me tell you, I'm, I'm quite well paid for my services, otherwise I shouldn't them. I shall arrange for you to come to London in two weeks, some new clothes here, sir. Oh, 20 guineas. Well, well, Joseph God, dumbfounded. Sir, sure. oh, I am. Thank you, Mr. Godry. Good night, Mr. Pip. <laughs>
4: and since I saw for tomorrow, Miss Havisham, I-, I thought you would kindly not mind my taking leave. Well, Pip,
7: well, I must say your clothes are quite handsome. Oh,
4: Miss Havisham, i am been wonderful good fortune since I last saw you. I
7: have seen Mr. Pip. I have heard all about it.
4: Have you, have you had any news from Estella? Oh, yes.
7: Tear than ever, I dare say, and admired. by see her. You, too, have a promise. Be
5: good and deserve it. Oh, thank you. Thank you for everything. Goodbye, Betty. Goodbye, God bless you, dad. old Pip. God bless you. Hey, boy, take good care. One day I'll come and see him. What larks, eh?
7: Goodbye. Oh, Joe. Fine, darling. Who could it be, Joe?
5: Not what do you do for that, darling. Just wave to a young gentleman. A young gentleman's expectations.
3: Two of Universal International's release, Great Patients. Starring Robert Cummings as Pip, as Estella. Howard the Silver as Jaggers. J. Cobb as Magwitch.
4: London. The wonder of London. And I was a part of it now. Arri- Upon my arrival, I went to the offices of Mr. Jack.
0: So, so you've arrived safely, Mr. Pip. I you. Wemmick bring the file on Mr. Pip. You are you are scrutinizing Pip.
4: I, I beg your pardon, sir.
0: Those claim men on the war they're death men. Deceased clients. I've had the honor, of distinguished criminals of a generation. Yes, sir. Mr. P- oh, thank you. Mr. Pip, Wemmick here will conduct you mm. you will share rooms there with a Mr. Herbert Pocket, sir. Mr Pocket will assist in your acquaintance and the manners of life. I take it that is agreeable.
4: Oh, indeed, sir.
0: Next day. Your allowance will be 250 pounds per annum. A very handsome sum of money, too, I think. Oh, undoubtedly, Mr. Of course you'll go wrong somehow, but that being neither fault nor affair of mine, why bother? they? Goodbye then, Mr. Pitt, and good luck.
4: My rooms in Barnard's Inn were most comfortable, and the young man I shared them with, Herbert Pocket, most amiable. After supper that night, we suddenly found ourselves What?
0: Well, you're the boy. Okay. No, no, you're the
4: boy. <laughs> the boy who knocked me down in Miss <laughs> Eversham's garden. Some well, place someplace before. Well, right. then, instead of new friends, we're old friends. Well, if Miss Havisham had taken a liking to me instead of being provided for, <laughs> I might even be engaged to a... St- Herbert, uh, who... Well, Miss Havisham's ward. Brought up by Miss Revenge on all the male sex. Reek revenge? Pip. I thought you knew. Knew what? <laughs> well, anyway, some 20 years ago, Miss Havisham fell past a stranger. A marriage was arranged. The wedding date was set. The marriage arrived, but not the bridegroom. And bade her farewell. Miss Havisham fell immediately over... If ever she did, she laid the waste as you've seen it and has never since looked upon the light of day. When did she adopt Estella? I don't know. About Estella as I do. If I learned little from Herbert about Estella, I feel about the art of being a useless young gentleman. They, Mr. Jaggers, my guardian, stand for me. Sit down. Sit down, Mr. Pip. Now then, what do you say? At the rate of, Mr. Jaggers? Uh, I'm afraid I'm not able to answer that.
0: I thought. Well, I've asked you a question. Have you a question to ask of me? Uh,
4: it'd be a great relief to ask you several questions, Mr. Jaggers, if it, uh... Ask one. Uh, is the factor to be made known to me today? No, ask me another. Well, I-, I was just wondering if I had to receive. <laughs> yes, yes, I thought we should come to that. Yes, sir.
0: Mr. Pitt, you've been spending pretty freely of late and unde- I- I'm afraid I must say yes, sir. You know you must... Yes, sir. Wemmick, uh, hand Mr. Pip that piece of... I'll tell you what it is, Mr. Pitt.
4: It's a banknote. A banknote, hundred pounds.
0: And at the rate of that handsome sum per rate, you are to live until your benefactor appears.
4: Will it still be years hence, Mr. Jaggers?
0: I. Good afternoon, Mr. Pip.
4: Still, the mystery of my benefactor persists deep as ever, though softened, admittedly, by the doubling of my income. After that, Joe Gargery wrote me a letter. He was coming All of a sudden. I realized I was ashamed of Joe. I had succeeded in becoming a snob. None of, it of all the same is
5: he who swindles himself. Look, Pip, I- I've been here all day, sir, and... Oh, uh, Joe, and you've treated me fine, sir. But long, yeah, I wouldn't have come except Miss Avisham. Would you tell Mr. Pip says that I wish to see him fly to him? Well, I- I've now... Convict- oh, you're going, Joe? Well, oh, Pip, old chap, you were figures to be seen together in London. I'm Roger. Well, you may stay the night if you wish. No, no, no. God, you get know, Pip, old chap. God bless you.
4: presented myself once again at Havisham House.
7: Come in, Pip. How good to see you. Well, have you, you no know. eyes but for me?
4: Estella. Oh, what a wonderful surprise and pleasure.
7: You will both have a... each other.
6: Go out into the garden. Both. And this is where you had the 5 pocket. Oh. <laughs> I enjoyed that battle very much. Did I? Don't you remember? No, no, I don't.
4: Do you remember the first time I came here? The time you made me cry?
6: I made you cry? I don't remember. You meant nothing to me. Why should I remember? Realize, Pip, that I have no heart. Perhaps that's why I'm... Angry.
4: No one looking at you could believe that, Estella.
6: No. If we are to be thrown together, you would better believe that at once. It. At any rate it's said. So don't expect too much. Come, Pip. We'll walk once more along <laughs>
7: Beautiful Pip, graceful groom, do you admire Estella?
4: Must who sees her, Miss Havisham.
7: She is going to London.
4: I shall be the happiest man there.
7: Love her, you love her. If she tears your heart, love her. I made her to be, <coughs> <coughs> oh, oh, Mr. Jaggers. Madam and
0: Mr. Pip, what are you doing here?
4: I wished me to see Estella. Oh?
0: Oh yeah. a lady, uh, a very fine young lady. <laughs>
4: I called briefly upon Joe and Biddy and returned to London. It was my unbounded pleasure to extend my arm to Estella. Sorry. We sat and talked in a nearby coffee house. You I mean you're not staying here in London?
6: I mean that I shall be staying in
4: Richmond. I've only ten miles from here. But why Richmond?
6: I'm going to live with a lady there who has the power of showing me to people and.
4: Oh, you'll have a gay time, Estella.
6: It is a part of Miss Havisham's. But I cannot take great pleasure, Pip, in events I do not. But I'll try to be beautiful and gay and obedient
4: to always be a part of Miss Havisham's plan.
6: Thrive with Mr.
4: Pocket. Estelle, I ask you, would you all always...
6: Do you thrive with Mr. Pocket? At least it's... Yes.
4: As pleasant as... Estella, so near London, I was able to see her often in the months that followed. One of many admirers. One winter's night, Estella...
6: you I'm sorry. Now I've promised the polka to Mister Drummond.
4: Takes his eyes off you. Look at him.
6: <laughs> Is there anything to look at?
4: That's a question I wanted to ask you for weeks, hovering over you.
6: All sorts of ugly creatures. Can the candle help?
4: How oh, it makes me red. in looks and smiles, such as you never give me.
6: Deceive and entrap
4: you? Do you deceive and entrap? Entra-
6: All of them, but you.
4: To London. Hubbard had not yet come home. The door. And instead, an old man, his long white hair and his
2: black coat dripping with the rain. Uh, Pip? I am Mr. Pip, sir. Yeah. I'd like to sit down first. It's disappointing to a man after having. What do you mean? Uh, is there. Why do you ask that? (laughs) Ah, you're a gamin, Pip. I'm glad you've grown here. Look at me. How, how do I know who you...
4: Oh, God, The convict I gave food to. I acted noble, Pip. And I never forgot. There was no need for you to come here to thank me. I want to see you again. If I spoke harshly to you just now, I'm I'm sorry. In living.
2: But I've been a sheep farmer. Far away. You've done very well. I have done wonderful well, convict. I'm glad. Yes, I... You've done well, too. Eh? May I... Make so bold as to ask... Well, yeah. how? Yeah. Well, I've been chosen to... May I ask what property? May I ask whose property? I don't... Could I make a guess, I wonder, at your income? Say, uh, 500 pounds. Your guardian, could it be he's a lawyer, Pip? That lawyer's name now. Would it be... Um, how
4: How do you know this? As
2: to the employer of that... Begins with J, and might be Jagger's. It's you. Yes, Pip. It's me. Give me your hand, Pip. Let me... I swore that time, sure as ever, I'd escape again. That guinea should go to you. Hunt a dog, what you kept life in, got his head... Could make a gentleman. And... did you ever think it might be me? No, never. Uh, No one else, perhaps? No one else, dear boy. Single-handed father, Pip. Me.
1: Mr. this.
4: Mr. talk to you, Mr. Jaggers, uh, alone. Oh?
1: Sir. Sure. Get out. I said... I'll j- get
4: out. I've never seen her here before. She's been here before.
0: For years, Mr. Pipp. I once saved her from the hangman, and now she cleans...
4: Mr. Jaggers, I want to assure myself that what I've been told or, uh, informed told would imply to have verbal communication with a man, for example, in, in New South Wales. informed, then. I have been informed by a person named Ch- that he is the benefactor so long unknown to so me. That? Well, wh- wherever he is, I have always supposed it was Miss Havisham. Why? Not a particle
0: of evidence, Pip. Anything on evidence?
4: Would you have nothing more to say?
0: I will say this. I think you should know that I communicated with a Mr. Abel Mag reminding him that if he should ever set foot again in this country, he would... Uh, take a look out that window, Pip. What is occurring in the prison yard?
4: It's horrible they're preparing to hang
0: eight i believe this morning happens that his enemies here would not hesitate to inform an escaped convict there is a. I, I see but no doubt he has been guided north wales
4: but if mr magwitch were in this country, out of this country at once would he not if he were here yes yes at once <sighs> must be done good day mr jaggers <laughs>
2: And X. How about convenient traffic and weather for every six with We call direct from the Pacific Exchange. 15 and 45 past the hour. Or such CBS, Musgood Dave Bronx, Dan Rather reporting, and CBS. Enjoy our entertainment news with Sam Rubin and Tom Hatton Reports from places where news is breaking or hearing just maybe it's the nightly drama hour. Whatever your they're all right here at this 1070 spot on your AM dial, in your car, or just out and about. You can always do your world. Thanks for listening and for being part of the radio station in Southern California.
3: Now to William Keeley, Act Three of Robert Cummings as Pitt, Anne Blythe as Estella Jaggers, and Lee J. Cobb as Nagwitch.
4: I knew my benefactor. I knew he was now risking his life, but I had one course to follow. Somehow I must get Avery's side as long as he lived. With one only. Leaving him to care for Mr. Magwitch, I sought Estella.
6: We have company, Miss Havisham. Look.
7: And what brings you here, Mr. Pip, so good? My
4: benefactor is Miss Havisham. I am as unhappy as you could have wished me to be.
7: Well, who is he?
4: When Mr. Jaggers.
7: Mr. Jaggers had nothing to do with the lawyer, and the lawyer of your patron is. Cohen.
4: Yes, I led you on. Was that kind?
7: That I should be kind. Oh.
4: I would have spoken sooner, Estella. Just for one another. I felt I could not tell you of my real truth for yourself. But now that I am going away, I loved you, Estella. Loved you since I first came to this house. You love me,
6: but you would not be warned.
4: Is it true, then, you? Quite true. And that you encourage him? Oh, you cannot fling yourself as such a man. Should
6: I fling myself once that I bring nothing to you?
4: But you can't love him, Estella.
6: Marry him, Pip. Don't be afraid of my being. Here. Here is my hand. You'll get me out of your thoughts in a week. Goodbye.
7: Let her go,
4: Pip.
6: What have
4: I... I was when a frightful scream set me rushing back. I heard a winter How I terrified face of Miss Havisham as the fire enveloped her. I dashed to the room and the flames. A falling candle must have started the fire. Miss Havisham was dead. But I returned to London, I, I,
0: I had you come to my things fair in Barnard's inn. Why do you ask? Because of a, of a certain convict, knows of his watched. I, I, I also hear that you are being watched, might be watched again. So I advised a certain Mr. Herbert Clark while you were out of the way. Where are they?
4: Mr. Magwitch and our faithful friend, Herbert Pocket, in an obscure lodging house on the Thames River.
2: Only that we'd be safe here for a while. don't fret over me, dear boy. Jagger spoke to me of an enemy. Do you know? The same man I told you of in the churchyard. He turned and he'd do it again to see me hanged, but to make me leave my boy. You won't have to leave me. With me? You'd come with me. Oh, you're a gammon, Pip. The boys turned out to be.
4: Twice a week a packet boat left Gray's End Pier. one watched us, he'd be at that pier. We had to find some river was a buoy. Here we observed the boat would always occasion to take on passengers. That was where daily Herbert and I went rowing in the river, becoming familiar figures to last the day came that we'd waited for. But it was in heavy rain.
2: How does it look from the window, Pip?
4: Well, black as ever. See, it swamp us before we get...
2: What is it for? Men
4: ...on horseback. They're looking at this house. Police? I-I can't say. I think so. going now. They're walking their horses. This way? Can't be too sure of themselves, so they go to gallop. Set ready. We're rowing out this morning.
2: The storm stopped, Pip. Our luck's with it. Oh, boy. We'll be all right.
4: Rope, okay. Pip. Okay. Something, Mr. Magwitch. What, dear boy? What might more matter?
2: Why have you done so much for me? Pip, little girl. What? what happened to her? I don't know. Shivering Marshes. A boy was. That boy took the place of the child he'd Straight
4: ahead. We've made it. We've. There's another bottle there. it. Miss Pip. Who could it be? We'll wait to find out. Swing around.
2: Hold a Stop in the name of the king! there! I call upon him to surrender...
4: Fog bank, Herbert. We can still lose them.
2: Stop. A...
4: There were four men at the oars of the door on us. And then through the fog, we heard the engines of the packet boat. There was but one desperate chance to take. Rose straight from down would rest their oars. But if they too heard the ship ten feet from us when the packet boat leaped from the mist and crushed it... <laughs> what happened in that next moment? Mr. Magwitch, old as he was, swimming toward a figure who had been each other's throats... And then the stranger, screaming as the great... ...into the churning waters. And the next I knew, Mr. Magwitch was lying on the deck.
2: They're taking us back... ...myself for this. I'm all right. I... ...and took my chance. Mr. Jaggers, you're off all right.
4: Forward. <laughs> Mr. Jaggers. The law is the law, Mr.
0: Abel Magwitch. The sentence of the court is execution... And there, hanged by the neck. I've just come from the warden. after tomorrow.
4: There's nothing we can do. Nothing. Man is,
0: is quite ill, Pip. Yes, I know. But it's fortune that becomes the claim of the crown.
4: The money. It might have been different, but it is not different. The money m- might go to the child, Mr. Jaggers. I know there was. And what is more, sit down.
0: I'm going to put a case to you. The case won't want. Go on. Now put the case that this woman lady who is anxious to adopt a little girl. But you understand?
4: I understand, but I can hardly believe it. Observe who comes.
0: Yes, sir. Oh, uh, some fresh water in the basin.
4: Well, Pip, I'm in my right mind. If that woman you call mom's advisor you mentioned will have a lot to answer for.
0: No. i often seen children tried at the criminal bar. Whipped and cast out and growing up to be hanged. Put the case
4: pretty little child of all that miserable heap that could be saved carefully. I do, Mr. Jaggers. He did right. Does Estella not no. know? She must never be told.
0: Well, as if to a claim to use his own judgment, which he is in the process of arriving at, meanwhile, you will find the child's father in the prison. And...
2: Dear boy, and somehow I knew that you wanted. God bless you, Pip and me. And what put along me since I was under the sunshine. That's the best of all.
4: I don't complain of none. I have something to say to you. Can you? Uh, you had a child once, whom you. She's a lady now, and very beautiful.
2: Pip, you're. Uh, be merciful.
4: Mac, which died in my arms. then, suddenly finding the room spinning before my eyes. When my senses returned, Marjorie was smiling over me. You're better, Pep, your favorite
5: It it is you, Joe.
4: I'm in your house, Joe.
5: Three weeks ago. He we brought you home, dear old Pip chap. Betty the way I turned from you. Oh, you break Come on, May. Soon you'll be well gang.
4: <laughs> Biddy. Right you. The best husband in the world, Betty. And Joe?
5: A old chap, which I know.
6: One day you'll marry me- You still said for her.
5: I think of her. But that poor...
4: I knew as I said these words that I intended to... And when that day came, I walked through the of years gone by. What day? Sometimes I
0: have
7: six times. Don't
1: go a boy. I'll call a course,
4: common laboring boy, I hate you. I opened the door of Miss Havisham's room. Yeah. Miss Havisham sitting in her chair. Mm-hmm. Estella, husband.
6: I have no heard. I- I've been, this I've heard nothing. Bentley drummer who my parents were. He, well, Pip. Right.
4: I have no wish to laugh, Estella.
6: I know, and I shall live here, away from the world and all. Have you been here? I don't know.
4: You must leave and live here, Estella.
6: This is the house where I grew up. It's part
4: of me. It's Gone from both of She's us. She's
6: not gone. She's still here in this very Miss Havisham. I have come
4: back to let the sunlight in <laughs> on the drape There is sunshine in your home again, Miss Havisham. Estella, <laughs> oh, my darling. I'm afraid. Look at me. We will stop. Come with me, Estella. Out into the sunlight. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> ...Luck Flakes, join me in inviting you to be with us at Galeo Theatre presents Robert Montgomery, Lloyd Nolan, in thirteen Rue Madeleine. This is William Moore from Hollywood.